Welcome to the Real Estate Exam Podcast. We have a new series of audio lessons out covering the state of Ohio for the Real Estate Salesperson Exam for the state of Ohio. The total length of this new series of audio lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes long, and I'm going to be sharing with you a portion of each of those lessons, probably about a quarter to one-third of each of those lessons I'm going to be sharing with you for you to decide if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of audio lessons. The full series of audio lessons are available at the website reexampodcast.com. So after listening to these samples of the lessons, if it makes sense for you, go to the website and purchase the full bundle of audio lessons. So right now we have audio lessons for California, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Texas, Virginia, and Washington. And we are now working on Arizona. So if you are in one of those states and you're looking for a series of audio lessons, we do have sample lessons available at the website that you can listen to, or you can listen to this podcast and go back in this podcast and listen to the sample lessons for those states. Eventually, we hope to get all 50 states, but that's going to take a while. I need to caution you when you buy audio lessons that you should not rely entirely on audio lessons to prepare you for the real estate exam. Most states require that you actually have classroom attendance in order to take the real estate exam or a certain requirement of education before you can even sit for the exam. These audio lessons are simply intended as a supplement for your learning to let you learn while you're driving, exercising, wandering around, and not being forced to sit at a desk or in a chair and read material or stare at a computer screen. That's the intention of these audio lessons. If they make sense for you, buy the full bundle of lessons. Again, the website is reexampodcast.com. Welcome to this lesson entitled Land Use Control. In this lesson, we'll be talking about all sorts of things that have to do with land use, including the goals of land use, what a master plan is, what the sustainability goals are. We will also talk about zoning ordinances, different types of zones. We'll talk about some exceptions to zoning ordinances. And finally, uh, building codes and environmental protections. So let's go ahead and get started with that. This podcast is brought to you by the SIEpodcast.com. The SIEpodcast.com website provides you with audio lessons for you to prepare for the Securities Industries Essentials Examination. If you are selling real estate, there may come a time when you need to get licensed to sell securities. The first step in becoming licensed to sell securities is to pass the first step in becoming licensed is to pass the Securities Industries Essentials Exam. That is the base exam before you can take the other securities exams. And the next exam you would take after passing the Securities Industries Essentials Exam or just the SIE exam would be probably the Series 7 exam. But before you can even sit for the Series 7 exam, you need to pass the SIE exam. So if sometime in your career you need to prepare and pass the securities industries examinations, the licensing examinations, 
check out our podcast. We'll give you some sample lessons there to see if that works for you. And that website is siepodcast.com. The total length, by the way, of those SIE exam lessons is 36 hours and 53 minutes. It's a substantial examination, much more difficult than the real estate examinations. And if you just want to learn about securities so you understand securities, it's a very, very, very good audio course for you to study. All right, back to our lesson. So first, we have land use. What are some of the goals of land use? And when we talk about land use, we're talking about um, uh, ways that the government puts regulations on how land can be used for the greater good. So what are some of the goals behind this land use, these sort of regulations that help people use land in the best way possible? So one of the top things that it's used for are property values, making sure that property is as valuable as possible. And this is done in many different ways. You want to make sure that you don't have things next to each other that can be undesirable. So if you have a residential area, it's not really close to a bunch of factories that spew out a lot of pollution. They make the air quality bad. They don't look nice. They could lower the value of the surrounding properties just by being close to them. So that's something you want to avoid. That's something that zoning ordinances help take care of. We also have the highest, the principle of the highest and best use. The highest and best use is just simply looking at a piece of land or a piece of property and saying, what is this piece of property most cut out to do? What is the best way, the highest way to use this property? You want to make sure that the property is being used in the best way possible. So the next is public health and safety. They want to make sure that land is being used in such a way um, that it is promoting the best uh, use of public health and safety, that people's health is being protected and that they're being kept safe, that there's not too much traffic by residential zones, that there's not pollution that is harming where people live or their drinking water or whatever else. And also it is to prevent urban sprawl. With urban sprawl, is just when things are built haphazardly, that there's no plan, that they're just all over the place, and people just build things wherever they they feel like it, and that that causes what we call urban sprawl. And then it becomes very inefficient. It can be very unsightly. You just don't want to do that. So you want to make sure that everything you do is completely planned out. That's why we have what's called a master plan. The master plan is where a community sits down and decides how are we going to plan for sustainable growth. So and the big key word here is sustainable. You want to be able to sustain the growth that you're making. It's great that if a lot of people move in, there's lots of new houses, but if you don't have the basic infrastructure in order to support all the new people, it's not going to be a very pleasant place to live. If you don't have the schools or the fire departments or the police station, the hospitals to accommodate all these new arrivals, then it might be causing more problems. So they want people want to, communities to grow, but they want to do so in a sustainable way so that they're not overtaxing the people that already live there. So that's something that is thought out in this so-called master plan. It's a framework that includes what the, the civic goals and public aspirations for a particular community, what they want to accomplish and how they're going to accomplish it in a sustainable way that's not going to harm the community. It talks about the implementation, about the, the steps along the way, not just the goals, but how the per- people are going to accommodate those goals. So that is what a master plan is. And 
broader master plan includes things like zoning ordinances and building codes as well, environmental ideas, so on and so forth. My next topic I'd like to talk about are these zoning ordinances. Zoning ordinances are simply regulations that talk about how land can be used, what can be built on particular pieces of land, and how large it is allowed to be. So not only the area of it, but also the height in many cases. You talk about buildings not being allowed to be taller than a certain height because you want to have a certain look in your community. There are some communities that have extremely large buildings, but you know skyscrapers and the like, and then other communities that want to avoid buildings that are quite that tall. And so they say, well, the zone, this is zoned only for... A specific height and anything higher than that is not allowed. And so there are all sorts of different types of zones that you can talk about. And if you are zoned for a type of zone, that means that's what is allowed to be built there and nothing else. If anything, if someone wants to build something else there, they have to get some sort of exception or else they risk becoming, getting in trouble with the government for violating zoning laws. So let's talk about these different types of zones, these different types of zones that can be used. So in talking about these different types of zones, you need to think also about the density of these zones. That means, so even if it is a place for houses, how dense are those houses allowed to be? Are they going to be single family dwellings where there's just, you know, single family houses? Are they going to be duplexes? You know, something in the middle where it's more like townhomes where there's more people packed in to a smaller space? Or is it going to be high density housing where there are these apartment buildings or these tiny apartments, these large high rise apartment buildings where they you have tons of people packed into a small space? That's the, that's the question there too. So you need to know not only is it a residential zone, but is it a high density residential zone, a low density, somewhere in the middle, and so on and so forth. So that's something to keep in mind as well, is that it's not just what's allowed to be built here, but also how big is it allowed to be built and how dense is it allowed to be built as well. So first, as I was just mentioning, are residential zones, residences, places where people live. These can be condos, townhomes, single family dwellings, apartment buildings, pretty much anywhere where people can live. And it's important to think about, oh, okay, if this is a residential zone, Thanks for listening. If you like these lessons, if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of the Ohio Salesperson Real Estate Exam audio lessons, the total length of those lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes in length. There are 20 individual lessons, including three review sessions. The website is reexampodcast.com. Best of luck in your career.